Hey guys, welcome back to Stream Fiends. This is the second season of our podcast. I've got Elizabeth Taylor with me. I'm Logan Roschke. Elizabeth Taylor is the campus reporter for the Daily Eastern News. I am the managing editor of the Daily Eastern News, and we just love talking about TV shows. And so Stream Fiends, of course, if you don't know, basically we just talk about TV shows. It could be anything really, documentaries, movies, if you guys really want it. But right now we're focusing on TV shows on streaming sites. So like on Netflix, Prime Video, Hulu, even like Disney Plus, we could do that too in the future. All kinds of stuff. So we just finished season two of The End of the Effing World. And if you remember anything about our first season of Stream Fiends, we reviewed the entire first season of The End of the Effing World, which is on Netflix. And it was very crazy. It was very hard to keep track of all that was going on sometimes because the episodes are only 20 minutes long and they're jam-packed with a ton of information and a ton of interesting things. So it was a trip to watch and it was a trip to kind of get this organized, (laughs) but it's a great show and I think both of us really recommend it. Oh yeah. We both really enjoyed watching it and talking about it. And we've also got some pretty cool news, some pretty fun news. So the next, uh, the next show that we're going to be reviewing on here is actually You, the show You on Netflix. And we understand that the second season just came out in late December. Have you seen the second season yet? Yeah. Okay. I've seen everything. I, was, I have too. Uh, yeah. We both, we really couldn't help ourselves. We just watched it. Yep. We couldn't help ourselves. So, and we asked you guys what you wanted and you guys spoke. The vast majority of people wanted You. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is... <clears throat> Instead of doing, uh, for season one, what we did for the end of the effing world, we're going to go ahead and split it up into the first season into two episodes. And so they're going to be a little bit longer than normal, but that's because we want to get to season two of you as fast as possible, because we know that's what you guys want. So yeah, that's pretty exciting. But let's get back to what we're talking about today. And we are literally just beginning this giant conversation that we're going to have about season two of the end of the effing world. So... As always, we're going to have Elizabeth just bring it in with an awesome summary. What happened in the first couple of episodes of the second season of The End of the Effing World? All right. So, (laughs) season two, episode one, we have, like, a brand new character. Her name is Bonnie. And I was honestly a little bit confused. I was wondering where the people from the previous season had gone. I was going, who's this? But we see her... This woman named Bonnie, she's buying a knife. She knows the cashier. And the cashier's like, where have you been? Like, I haven't seen you in a long time. She says, I was in prison. I killed someone. And he obviously thinks she's joking because no one says that. Apparently Um, Bonnie does. (laughs) But we know this TV show. So we know that's not a joke. Yeah. So then we have a little bit of uh, voiceover from her like we do with other characters. She talks about her association between someone loving her and someone punishing her and we actually see her like entire childhood and life basically uh her mom was really harsh on her because she wanted her to be able to go to university but bonnie's grades weren't good enough so she gets a job at a university working in the library she actually lies her way into getting into a class she just pretends to be a student and shows up Mm-hmm. Um, 
and we recognize the professor immediately. Yep. It's Clive from mm-hmm. the first season, the guy who got murdered. Yeah. Ooh, scandal. So, scandal. Already. It's like, like, oh, God. Here we go. Oh, and he's a, he's a professor of philosophy of all things. Yeah, I didn't like, know Like, wow, what a great philosophy of life. Just, right. like, rape women. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and so we know that he is, like, he's gotten in trouble for sexually abusing women, but she doesn't know that. And there's some issues he knows he's not supposed to be in the class. He ends up saying, you can be in the class if you come have a drink with me once a week. And she says, sure. And he's like, wow, I think I could fall in love with you. And she's a little bit gullible. So she's like, cool. I bet he'll totally fall in love with me. Mm-hmm. And this goes on. She shows up at his house one night when um, he wasn't expecting her. And he's there with another girl. And we can assume it's another college student, I think. Yeah, yeah. probably. And um, long story short, she runs that girl over with her car. Yeah. And so that's why she went to prison. Yeah. And she's still sending him letters in prison, too. Right. And he sends her a book, a copy of his book, and it has a note on the inside that says, It happened. I love you. Clive. Wow. Um... And so you're like, wow, okay. And the episode just sort of ends. Mm-hmm. And then episode two, we're back to our normal characters. First, we have Alyssa. She's catching us up on what has happened since season one. I think there's at least a year between the two seasons. Maybe two years. Because Oh, yeah. At least a year, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> she, um, she had community service because she was mixed up with the stuff with James like killing somebody. Um, but when her mom ended up divorcing her stepdad, they moved away. Alyssa has kind of switched to where James was at the beginning of the first season. She says she doesn't really feel things the same way she used to. Um, but she meets a guy named Todd and she proposes to him. Yeah, which is very interesting. Very sudden. It was like their first date and she's like, do you want to get married? Yeah. And then in the mail, she gets a um, a bullet that has her name, like, carved into it. And fun fact, her name was misspelled. Yep. She has two S's in her name, but it was only one. So she decides this is stupid and ignores it. But then she keeps seeing this car following her around. And she goes out to check who's in the car. And it's James. So then we go back to the beginning of where James was after the uh, first season. Obviously, he didn't die when he got shot. Mm-hmm. He went to the hospital, and then he went to court. Uh, he wasn't allowed to see Alyssa, and he really did almost die. He had to relearn how to walk, <clears throat> and he still has, like, some stiffness in his legs throughout the season. Yeah. Um, Alyssa's mom showed up at the hospital and forced him to send Alyssa a letter and break up with her. But he didn't end up having to go to prison. Oh, the letter was really harsh. Like, yeah, the, unnecessarily harsh. But the mother wanted it that way. Yes. So, and yeah, he, the court found him not guilty of right. murder. So So then, you know, he's free. He's, uh, he's with his dad who's trying to bond with him. Mm-hmm. And his dad has a heart attack Be- and dies. Because he's been eating and... Yeah. Like, kind really of gorging, yeah. gorging himself because he's depressed about the entire situation. And so it's really sad And James he dies. Is, yeah, James is so sad that he, like, doesn't even go in their house again after the funeral and just starts living out of their car. But he's still getting the mail because he's just 
outside of his house. And he also gets a bullet with his name on it. Mm-hmm. So he searches searches for Alyssa and finds where she's moved to. But he sees her with her fiancé before he can talk to her. So he can't bring himself to talk to her. And that's why he was following her around. He was trying to make sure that she wasn't going to get attacked or something. And or... That, then his little plot line ends when she finds him outside the diner that she works at in the mm-hmm. car. And that kind of, that ends the second episode. Yep. So it's like, what? Yeah. James is here. What? Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh. like they're reunited, but a million things have happened since yeah. then. Well, yeah, so that was a lot. And I think that a lot of us were kind of like, what? Mm-hmm. And surprised that we saw Bonnie in the first episode. Because we were all dying to know what happened to James after that giant cliffhanger yeah. at the end of season one, where he got shot by the police. So, but I I really liked these couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised that we got to see more of Clive, the professor. Um, I thought that maybe his whole story would have ended, but so it didn't. He was dead. <laughs> Yeah, but it didn't. And so I actually thought it was very interesting. I was really mm-hmm. kind of pleased to see kind of more of what his character was. And it kind of confirmed that he was a total jerk. And he was a horrible human being, a horrible, unethical professor. But yep. it also probably brought more questions forward as well. Which, like, some, I'll just ask it now. Like, with those videos, I'm still a little bit confused about the timeline of, like, because it... The videos of the women getting hurt or murdered, mm-hmm. we can assume. We never actually see them. We just hear the audio of screams. Yeah. And it's Clive on the other end hurting the women. And in season one, these were huge. This was huge in getting James out of, mm-hmm. you know, out of a sentence, uh, a prison sentence, we can assume. And it was just instrumental in really understanding who this person was, who this professor was. Right. And so... <clears throat> In this first episode of the second season, we never um, saw any kind of physical abuse of these women, of he these college professors. He does say to Bonnie, he says, shortly before he catch, she catches him with another woman, he said something about, I want to take some photographs of you. True. Which to me was a pretty clear callback to the, the pictures they had along with the videos. Hmm. And I would assume... A lot of that stuff had happened before this, but we also don't know how long she was in prison before he got murdered, which I just occurred to me that there might have been a long time there. Yeah, I just, I'm confused about that though, because I guess with Bonnie, I'm not sure why she didn't die sooner or die at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, he kind of like strung it out with her, which was weird. Or maybe he thought that maybe she really just was not for him which was or maybe which, he was genuinely in love with her rather than whatever attraction he felt toward these other women and i find that kind of hard to believe at the same I do time too. yeah because i don't know i mean any love that this man could have for any woman is obvious going is obviously going to be wrong and right. twisted but like, I just couldn't see that with them. I couldn't see a real connection beyond Bonnie's complete obsession for him. You know what I mean? And he's really manipulative, so I feel like his ongoing thing of, 
oh, I'm almost about to fall in love with you was just trying to keep her around. But it does make me wonder, he'd been given, he'd, she'd been having drinks with him for weeks. He had plenty of opportunities to drug her or whatever else. Mm-hmm. And he oh, just he could have killed her like that, honestly. Yeah. Like he had every opportunity and he did not. So maybe he was in love. I don't know. Yeah. But I doubt it. But I, I don't I don't know about it. And that's what I mean when I say like it brought more questions forward that I don't think mm-hmm. will ever get answered. So like I think that also has to do with like throughout the season she refuses to admit that he was a bad man. She just does not understand the people aren't lying about what Clive did to these other women. Mm-hmm. And I think her experience has something to do with that because she said, well, it didn't happen to me. Why didn't he do it to me? Mm-hmm. If you did do it to these other women. Mm-hmm. And really that kind of also goes back to just Bonnie's like character as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like she's obviously had a really rough childhood. Um, mm-hmm. Her mother was abusive for sure. Oh yeah. Um, And her father left. When she was still young, I think. Middle school, maybe? Yeah. Like, so... And that's a really rough time, I'm sure, to lose a parent when you're in middle school and you're discovering who you are as an individual. So she loses her dad. um, And her mom is so controlling and so authoritarian. And that's where Bonnie learns a really twisted lesson of her own that with love comes great discipline and, like... Mm-hmm. just authoritativeness and it's like ooh that's not good that's gonna transfer with her wherever she oh, yeah. goes and it's gonna it's gonna end up hurting her and other people that's really her whole issue the whole season is that she doesn't understand what love is meant to be mm-hmm. so she thinks that even if Clive didn't have feelings for her she thinks that he did mm-hmm. yeah so that the first episode was just kind of Learning about Bonnie and Clive. Mm-hmm. Or, Clive. Yeah, Clive. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay, I messed her up because I said it sounded like Bonnie and Clyde. And oh. I was trying to figure out if that was intentional. Yeah, yeah. I don't... Is it Clive that? or is it Clyde? It's definitely Clive. Okay, that's what I thought. So, Bonnie and Clive. That's actually kind of clever. Because, as we were saying just now, like, something wasn't quite right about their relationship. Right. You know, so it's like, oh, Bonnie and Clyde, right? No, not quite. Bonnie and Clive. Yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of almost... It's not like a direct callback, but I feel like, they could, how could they have done that on accident? Like, come on. Oh, yeah. That was definitely intentional. Yeah. It's almost kind of like saying this um, fanciful, like, just... What's the word I'm looking for? Um... I have no idea. I don't know. Like, this relationship that they had... Oh, yeah. It could have never really happened, you know? Mm -hmm. Bonnie and Clyde... No, you get Bonnie and Clive. It's not as good. Yeah. You know? But anyway, I I really liked the first episode. I did, too. And I thought... I enjoyed the second episode a lot because I was worried we weren't going to get much recap on James and Alyssa because the show is very much like that. Like, oh, well, they've moved on, but we actually got to see what happened to both of them and... They both went through a lot. Like, James was in the hospital. Alyssa had to deal with going back to school after being in community service and getting, like, the way people treated her afterward. And also her mom is just going further and further. Like, she's kind of losing it. Oh, yeah. We got a very interesting look at her mom that I didn't Mm -hmm. know we were going to get either. 
Like, her mom, obviously, you could tell from the first season that something's not right with her. I was almost afraid that maybe there was, there's obviously verbal abuse within her and her husband's relationship. Mm-hmm. I was almost worried that maybe it was going beyond that because she was so silenced by her husband. Um, yes. And he was so controlling of her. But now that he left her, she did not leave him, she has kind of lost her identity and she spirals into madness sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and she's really focused on, like, getting what she wants through Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which we see more in, the, I think, the third episode, Using Alyssa too. as a conduit yeah. for her own, like, self-satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Which is very messed it up. Messed it up. <laughs> it's very manipulative and twisted. Yes. Um, twisted is, like, my favorite word, apparently, in this All episode. Right. Uh, this whole, this whole show is twisted though. Um, but anyway, I didn't know we were going to get that perspective, but that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And, um, like you said before, Alyssa has found Todd, who she met working at the restaurant where her aunt owns. And her aunt is, um, her mother's sister who has been letting them stay with her. Right. And, um... Which I, I, also, I like the aunt a lot, oh yeah. by the way. I also wonder about Alyssa's motivation in proposing to Todd. Because I don't feel like Alyssa was trying to appeal to her mother because they clearly don't get along that well. But she also clearly didn't have strong feelings for Todd. No. Yeah, you could tell that there just wasn't really any future for them together. Yeah. They didn't have any kind of connection that was you know, anything more than really anything. I don't even Yeah, like I couldn't even They were just friends. I couldn't even see them as friends for a long time. They he was very um well he really was just like a small town guy, you know, like he was he was very very Mm -hmm. genuine but He was a sweetheart. He was but he he was also simple, which isn't always a bad thing. Well definitely not, but Alyssa is very high strung Mm -hmm. and I don't think he would have been happy with that at all. He's He would be the kind of guy who wanted to settle down. And Alyssa does... Is, I don't think she's still... She's obviously not sure what she wants still. Yeah. She's Whereas been, she's really he's pretty too. sure, I think, yeah. that he wants to settle down and start a family. You know? Yeah. We get more of that later on in the season. So you and I could tell, and just anybody who was watching could tell, that their relationship was not going to end well. Yeah. And um, so her situation is not very good. And James' situation, his starts out very good. Um, he's obviously not dead, like we said before. <laughs> yeah. And he's learned to walk, and he's made very good recovery. And um, he and his dad are, like, genuinely getting along, and he seems happy. Oh, my gosh. The the complete transformation in his, his and his dad's relationship mm-hmm. was, wow. Like, before, you kind of got this feeling that James was super angsty again with his dad and, oh, like, yeah. didn't like his dad. And he even called him an asshole, basically, yeah. in the first season. I think he's starting to recognize, because James has had such a change within himself, he's recognizing that even if his dad, like, super doesn't get how to interact with him, he really does care and he really is trying to form a relationship. And he, I think, yeah, he knows that he loves him. And James loves him, too, and he can't deny that, I mm-hmm. think. And so he starts appreciating that. And I don't know if it was the bullet in his torso or not. Something right. made him realize that he should probably 
treasure what he has with his father. He's also older now. I mean, he's out of high school and he's yeah. had a lot of like <laughs> crazy life experiences. So way, yeah, way more crazy than your so average eighteen year old. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he's learned a lot too, definitely. But he has a lot to learn as well. Oh yeah. And so when his dad died, I was very sad. I was almost like, you got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. I was like, this was just starting to get really good, the relationship, and now it's taken from James, and he has yeah. nobody. Literally has no one. Like, I didn't think he was going to stay there with his dad, but I didn't think his dad was just going to die. Like, oh my god. I knew that the storyline between James and Alyssa would push forward, but I didn't think this is what would be mm-hmm. the reason for it. You know, I didn't think that his dad was just going to literally kill over and die. But the the other interesting thing was... Like I said, James was just living in his car, mm-hmm. and you could tell he just wasn't doing anything. Nothing was happening. And when he got the bullet with his name on it, and he knew he needed to go see Alyssa, he said, this has given me a purpose in life, and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to go see Alyssa. This has given me something. And I wonder, because that's like his second bullet. The first one, he got shot. And then he received a bullet in the mail. And I wonder if there's a connection there with giving him a purpose or, like, driving him to do things. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, th- it's interesting that you use the word purpose because mm-hmm. I actually watched this. N- I watched the entire show with my mom and my stepdad. Like, we watched it. I don't know if it was one day or if it was two days. Mm-hmm. We just watched episode after episode. And I rewatched the first season with them because I really wanted them to see it. And after everything, I kind of just said to them, purpose in life is kind of one of the big things I'm getting from this. Yes. Like, everybody needs a purpose. That's why we live. Mm-hmm. You know? You, That'll and be a this, recurring theme oh, throughout yeah. the rest of it, yeah. And in, in, the case, in, the, uh, in the case of the second episode of the second season, sure, James has inherited everything that his father owned. He has a car. Mm-hmm. He has a house. He's got all of his dad's money, which probably isn't that much, but it's still a lot more than most 18-year-olds have. It is a starting point, but what's the point if you don't have a purpose? He didn't have any purpose, so he couldn't even walk through that. He couldn't walk in that house again, Mm -hmm. you know, because he was incomplete. So he was, uh, that's what drew him to Alyssa. He needed, that was his purpose, I think. Yes. And you were kind of saying that too, Mm -hmm. so. But yeah, and... Then at the very end of the second episode, we see that James is, you know, we know that James has been following Alyssa. Right. And she actually finds him and, well, none it of ends them are super sure how to handle it. And yeah. that's what we find out as we go on. It ends there. And then it's like, well, thank God it's Netflix. We can just watch the, six, yeah. the next episode I'm and figure out what dying. happens. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I think we both liked the first couple episodes. Yes, I thought they were very well handled and they were genuinely enjoyable to watch yeah it was a good start to a second season and it was you know like i think it lived up to what the first season kind of offered and it's its first couple of episodes where everything was going really fast but uh in this instance i think we're slowing way down Mm -hmm. but you still feel like it's the same show that you're watching and it's got the same similar type of tone and it's all very good so And we're excited to keep talking about the rest of the show because a lot of stuff happens. <laughs> There's just so much that goes on and it's crazy. But yeah. So did you have anything else to say about the first couple episodes? I think that's it. Yeah. I think we did a good job. I think yeah. they did a good job too. <laughs> <laughs> good job with the, the first couple of sh- episodes. 
uh, yeah. people who made the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wrapping up these podcast episodes is not as easy as it looks. It's really not. <laughs> like, oh, that sure was cool and fun. <laughs> Great job, guys. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, Elizabeth and I are so excited to do this again. I've missed this. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I, I actually do enjoy kind of going back and listening to us talk about the episodes I know that sounds really weird. I don't think I've listened to any of them yet. Oh my god! I haven't listened to myself talk. Well, well, I drove back home uh, for uh, winter break, mm-hmm. and I was listening to us in the car, and time does fly by when you're listening to the podcast episodes. Oh, yeah. Like, it's fun to just kind of listen to your ideas just flow and bounce ideas off another person. Mm-hmm. It's fun to do that. I, I enjoy it, and I enjoy doing it with other podcasts, too. It's a good way to, you know, spend some time if you need to kill yes. some time. And it's always fun to talk about these episodes, too, because, like, you remember things that you just, it, like, rekindles something inside Yeah, of you. as we're going through it, you start to, like, yeah. It's, it's like, fun. oh, yeah, I remember this really interesting thing I wanted to talk about. Yep. And, yeah, we're just very, I'm, we're both really impressed with the show so far. So. Definitely, yes. So, yeah, go ahead and check us out next time on Stream Themes.